It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. Well, Scott, we're the insiders. Scott, uh, redistricting, this is the big topic. You and I fought over this 20 years ago. So uh, I know you're deeply involved and concerned about it and interested. How's this going to play out in the, with a governor of the Democratic Party and Republicans in control of the other two houses? And where's it going to head? Well, I think with split control in state government, it's overwhelmingly likely that this case is going to go back to the courts. The courts will be drawing the new maps uh, for the next decade in Wisconsin. The question probably is which courts, uh, whether that's the state courts or the federal courts. But we had the courts draw the maps in 1982 and then in 1992 and in 2002. So it, most of the time in Wisconsin, the courts end up drawing the maps. And um, I think if you draw a fair map uh, in this state using the legal standards, whether it's a federal court or a state court, um, with regards to the state assembly, you're going to end up with a map that probably produces 56 or 57 Republicans in the state assembly and 18 or 19 Republicans in the state Senate. And that's not favoring one party over the other in a state that's 50-50. It has to do with the way um, the votes are geographically concentrated for the Democrats. They're overwhelmingly uh, in two areas, Madison and Milwaukee. And the courts just don't let you sort of dive in and uh, take votes from Milwaukee and run them out to Jefferson County to get a 50-50 district uh, that's competitive. They want districts that are compact and contiguous and have a community of interest. So I think it's going to be hard, even under a court, to produce a map that doesn't lean slightly Republican. Well, it's interesting that Scott talks about compactness because the Republican plan, which was adopted, I, I was in Deerfield driving my father around. I used to live in Deerfield until I was five. I saw this sign for this Winker, Winkler, whatever. I said, what is this? Is this somebody new I'm not familiar with in Melissa Sargent's district? Then I found out, I had not looked at the maps, that the Republicans drew a map that went from Oconomowoc in Waukesha County all the way across Jefferson County over to Dane County. The Republicans may have set a precedent here that is not going to be helpful in terms of saying, oh, these things have to be so compact. Here's what I think will happen. Certainly a fair map can be drawn that reflects, as Scott says, that we're a purple state, a 50-50 state, which will allow Democrats easily an opportunity to win the state Senate just as much as it would Republicans. But here's the biggie. Question is where are these maps gonna be drawn? Are they gonna be, or where are they gonna be litigated? In the Eastern District of Wisconsin where Scott and I did it 20 years ago, or is it gonna be in the Wisconsin Supreme Court? The problem with the Wisconsin Supreme Court is that there's actually video footage of Justice Ziegler and Chief Justice Rogensick, both saying, we should not do this. We will look partisan. It will not be good for the court. That will be very ugly if the Wisconsin Supreme Court decides to take it, especially when Wisconsin Supreme Court justices who have run and gotten in as conservatives had their campaigns operating out of the Republican Party headquarters. In that environment, given the video that we have of the chief justice and of another justice saying that that should never happen, it would be an outrage. It would be beyond Donald Trump if that court decided to make the decision. And I think that is the critical function, just as Scott and I know. Who's going to make the decision? 
Is it going to be a clearly partisan court in Wisconsin? Or will it go to neutral, well, hopefully neutral, lifetime appointed judges who do not depend on their future from funding from a Republican or a Democratic party? I think that is going to be the critical question. And I think that will determine whether we get competitive maps in Wisconsin. It's that one simple question. And that will be huge coming up in the next year. Well, obviously, the Democrats provided support for Supreme Court candidates as well, including one who's sitting on the court right now. Um, I don't think anyone's surprised by that. The court has increasingly become one in which both parties have been involved in, because they know how important the decisions are that come out of there. Um, one thing I will say, though, uh, regardless of who ends up drawing the map, one thing we have seen over the last few years or last three, four redistricting cycles is the Democrats have not hit the numbers that the map should have provided for them. Even when you look at the numbers, just raw numbers and say this district should be Democrat, a number of those seats are held by Republicans right now. Um, so the Democrats not only have a map problem in Wisconsin, I think they've had historically a candidate or a campaign problem. They have not hit the potential. Republicans have overperformed uh, in a number of these seats. So the map is going to be important, but the campaigns that follow it are just as important. And I would focus on the first part of what Scott said, and that is, yes, the progressive candidates and the justices on the Supreme Court have gotten support from the Democrats. All the more reason why this court, whether it's controlled by Democrats or Republicans, should not make the decision. That's why the Republican, I would call a Republican, but the conservative Supreme Court chief justice said, we should not do this. We'll see you we'll soon. See you next time. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. <laughs>